Welcome to The Grocery Gamblers, a podcast game show. I'm your host, Carlin, and I'm joined by my two co-hosts and fellow contestants, Sean and Pete, as we try and discuss food items that we find at the grocery outlet. Every episode, we each bring in items that fit into a theme, and then taste, discuss, and rate them. Our unwanted guest today is COVID-19, and the theme is quarantine snacks. Let's take a seat at the table. Hi, listeners. This is your host, Pete. To see pictures of the items in today's episode, please check out our Instagram at GroceryGamblersPod. Now, let's get back to the action. So my thoughts are we should dig into this food as soon as possible since we just cooked it and we don't want it to get all nasty. Yeah. Yeah, let's kick this off. You guys ready for some farm-rich breaded avocado slices yeah. and an ancho chili flavored crispy coating. Like, yeah. The, the breadcrumb covering on this is thick. Yeah. Like, really thick. This is the quarantine edition of Grocery Gamblers. Today we're trying something that Pete found in the grocery outlet. Uh, it's some battered uh, fried avocado slices. Uh, and as Pete said, it's got a jalapeno ancho or whatever ranch sauce. Is that right? And we, we all prepared it in different ways. I deep, or didn't deep fry it, sort of fried it in a shallow oil on the stovetop. Uh, Sean, you baked it, right? And then Pete, what'd you do? You microwaved it? I baked it and microwaved it. <laughs> you baked it and microwaved it? I feel like it's cheating. Whammy. Well, hmm. I want your guys' reactions on this first before I have my microwave one. I kind of dig these. Yeah, they're all right. I really dig them, especially deep frying them or oil frying them. It's crispy. It's like it's got plenty of avocado in the inside. It's not like oh, like an God. onion ring where it's like hollow on the inside and there's like a little slimy onion in there. Yeah. Oh, I'm really glad I only microwaved one of these. <laughs> this is a hockey puck hard. <laughs> How long did you microwave it for? <laughs> I did um, 60 seconds. Flipped it. Did another 60 seconds. Oh. The inside, I'll send, I'll save a picture of this. The inside of this, like the avocado is separated into two pieces. It is like hockey puck dry. I initially saw these on a trip sometime in the past, you know, <laughs> with right. quarantine, who knows how fucking long ago it was. Um, but yeah, I saw these and I bought some and I was messaging you guys being like, you know, these are going to be great or they're going to be bad i'm glad that they're good you know i mean i, I mean i yeah. figured i had pretty good hopes that it was gonna be solid but i don't know f- like frozen breaded avocados stuff it was like this i don't know i had a feeling that it was like made and then frozen and then like you know reheating it yeah. is actually gonna be or, good or some kind of like avocado paste put into its mold of the shape of an avocado yeah exactly <laughs> and uh but i know this um so this is the second time i had because i basically had had some of it on my own already. And the first time I had it, I, I did the deep frying and it tasted great. It was mm-hmm. awesome. Uh, yeah, I'm really digging the fried version. I think the one thing I was worried about is I can't imagine enjoying anything with avocado that's not like fresh. Yeah. If it's frozen or I guess if you get like guacamole from the store and it's pre-mixed and whatever, it's just refrigerated. It's okay, but it's never great. Yeah, yeah. So freezing it just sounded pretty gross, but yeah, it's, it's interesting that they were able to like. I wonder what like black magic they used to can like maintain yeah. avocado's integrity. 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, it's called batter. It's like encased in a cocoon of breading. Yeah, a lot of it, which I'm into it. And um, I don't have the dressing with me right now anymore. I thought it was fine. That's okay. A little, uh, not my style. Yeah, what I normally eat this? Oh, hell no. Well, you yeah. tell us about the preparation you did the first time you tried these. It sounded pretty pretty bomb. Oh, well, yeah, so I fried it, and then I decided I'm going to put it in a burrito. So, uh, yeah, you know, flour tortilla, this stuff. I threw a little bit of uh, just some mild cheddar cheese on there. Mm-hmm. A little bit of the ranch dressing, but then I had a bunch of homemade uh, coleslaw that I threw in there. That shit was pretty top tier, next level. What it, what it reminded me of, Sean, was it reminded me from a burrito, like a burrito from that uh, Hella Vegan Eats spot. Oh, yeah, yeah, the fucking, the most fucking ridiculous stoner food on the planet. Oh, yeah, the, the stone, stoner vegan food, which you're yeah. like, okay. <laughs> I guess nowadays, you know, I don't think it's a stretch to think that like a lot of vegan food can be, you know, it, it has, you know, stoner-ish, you know, <laughs> beginnings, you know. That, yeah, Hella Vegan Eats was like a, the black belt of stoner vegan food. <laughs> Yeah, that burrito was great. It gave me a crazy food coma, like right away after I was finishing it. And it was like, it it easily knocked me out for like 20 to 30 minutes. <laughs> just like, oh, I can't do anything, you know? It's just not, like, I was so like sleepy. Like even just like browsing on my phone was just not, not, not doable. <laughs> the itis. Yeah, the itis was real. Yeah, this is something, you know, we consider, you know, a potential gamble. And I'm glad we took a gamble because this shit is pretty good. Yeah. This is definitely grocery outlet, like, level frozen snack food. And this is, like, I, I would I would buy this shit again. I yeah. totally would. It's, I feel like these are, these are like a better version of mozzarella sticks, in my yeah. opinion. Oh, yeah. Like, mozzarella sticks are always disappointing to me. It's always the sauce that you dip them in. And breading is always delicious when it's deep fried. But I'm not wild about mozzarella sticks. Have you ever had mozzarella sticks done right? I don't know. What is the right way? If if when they're done just right, it is like biting into heaven's dick. (laughs) You have to eat them quickly, though. I'm sure. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. You got to do it fast because they have to be melty on the inside. And like again, you only really need one mozzarella cheese stick. Anyone who tells you otherwise is a fucking lunatic. (laughs) And this this was a while ago. I remember of all places, Denny's had a had a mozzarella stick sandwich. Which was just like three or four pieces of mozzarella sticks, maybe bacon in there. Mm -hmm. And I'm assuming a little more cheese to just like hold it together. So they gave you that and they gave you um, french fries. And that shit was $4. (laughs) Yeah. It was speaking of, that was like, speaking of price. Yeah. Speaking of price, how much was a box of these these fried avocado slices? Because it's four servings about. Mm hmm. Oh, it's a dollar ninety nine. So <laughs> that's pretty that's, good. Yeah, pretty good. yeah. This is like if you know, even just oh, yeah. I know it's four servings, but I mean, yeah. I I mean, you could split this, you know, with your SO, and it'd be like, all right, I'm, you know, you're, you know, we're good for a day, <laughs> kind of, <laughs> yeah. a few days on some fried food. Yeah, you know, I've only eaten like one whole one, and I'm ready for a nap. Oh man, <laughs> you know uh, what? I I feel like you could buy a bunch of these at grocery outlet and sell them at the county fair for like mm-hmm. six bucks a serving and people totally. would go gaga for it. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Some entrepreneurial kid, you know, <laughs> there's, oh, yeah. there's a lot of entrepreneurial opportunities at the grocery outlet. Like I said, those gushers that Sean bought way back when it was like, what, five cents a pouch. It was, I think it was about four cents is what we did the math down to. 
I it's think insane. Four, uh, you could sell easily sell that for like fifty cents at oh, school. Yeah. Oh yeah, I would have totally done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would definitely pick these things up again. I would, but um, I um, yeah, baking them's fine, frying them is fine, and uh, don't microwave this shit unless you want to yeah. eat just a straight hockey puck. <laughs> Well, there there weren't even microwave instructions. Oh, that looks yeah. disgusting. That's it's holding separated. it up for the camera. Yeah, it's yeah I'm going to save this and put a photo of this. That is fucking vulgar. Yeah, this this yeah. this looks. Yeah, we'll you know we'll what the what the listeners decide what this looks like. But uh, yeah, it is. I was like, I can't I can't believe I just ate that. <laughs> it reminded me of the asteroid that the Millennium Falcon parked in, and it turned out to be a monster. Disappointed myself for not knowing the name of that monster off the top of my head. Oh, I don't know either. I, I don't know either, and that's. I feel like that's that's like deep level Star Wars nerd that I'm like I'm. I I, I will admit I've looked a lot. I've I've looked at Wikipedia a lot in my life, but that's definitely something I'm like I don't give a flying fuck about that thing. Uh, you know. First of all, Pete, it's called Wikipedia, and I read it every night before bed. <laughs> I think oh, he did I, say Wikipedia. He just. Marble mouth it. Yeah. Dr. Steve ruled it. Yeah. You got that dry <laughs> avocado in your mouth. It's Burkerpedia. Burkipedia. <laughs> so did you go to the grocery outlet today, Pete? You were so, around that area. Yeah, so I did. Uh just because so I was going to the liquor store that was right next to it, because that place is uh if you're in Oakland, Broadway liquors, it's always a it's always a really solid spot. Yeah. Uh, so I went in there cause I was like, Oh, I need some, I wanted some whiskey, got in, got out. And I noticed there was no line to get into the grocery outlet. So I'm like, let me go, let me go see. So I was in and out pretty quickly. You know, we're talking about avocados. I actually, I bought some avocados. They had paper towels. I did not buy them. I did not buy any because I did not need paper towels. And I'm not going to be part of the fucking problem. and just fucking panic by like, you know, my parents, uh, but, <laughs> um, a bed of paper towel. <laughs> yeah. I think yeah. paper towels are less of an issue than toilet paper because you can more easily survive without paper towels. But oh yeah, yeah. But toilet paper—that's hard to substitute. Oh yeah, yeah. And uh, as someone who, who has substituted toilet paper with paper towels, there's a difference. It's, yeah, <laughs> there is a difference. It works. It gets the job done. But you know, you gotta. You know, especially if it was uh, nowadays, you know, the paper towels are like you know the half ones. It's like you know you have to rip those in half. But back in the day, you'd have to like rip them in four squares, you know, it's a, it's a lot of extra work when you're taking a shit, you know. Uh, what's the worst thing you've ever had to wipe your ass with? I'm not proud of this. Uh, sandpaper. <laughs> sandpaper. Uh, what? <laughs> I did not use, by the way, I did not use like the sanding side. I used the okay. other side that was smooth, you know, yeah. I was, I was on a job site and it was, uh, whatever I had for lunch that day just gave me instant bubble gut. And I was like, this is happening. So, you know, I go like, go off to the side and uh but but like before i go there i'm like okay i gotta find something and for whatever reason uh the work truck i was i had that day there was no paper towels there was no toilet paper which there usually was and i then it got to that point where i was just like some it's this is leaving me in 30 seconds kind of situation <laughs> i found sandpaper again used did my business and i used the smooth side i was like i'm not a fucking animal you know kind of thing but that was uh just wiping uh, your ass with sandpaper makes you an animal <laughs> <laughs> i think that makes you like a mad max apocalyptic future yeah. renegade and 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 then and then and that's the thing like i was like and then like i i use that um 
And I told my dad what I did. And he's just like, why don't you fucking use one of your socks or, you know, rip off one of your sleeves to do it. And I'm like, because I'm not a true redneck dad. Like (laughs) I might've told this story before, but uh, I had an emergency when I was out camping with a buddy of mine and his family. And I was walking on this long trail and I could see the outhouse, like in the distance, just cold or anything. So I just had to squat on the side of the road and like look around, make sure nobody was coming by. And I just fully took off my underwear and my pants. And then when I was done, I was like, Shit, I don't have anything to use except my underwear, which I just took off. So I used that and went commando and like went to my friend's dad and was like, hey, man, uh, I had an issue. So we solved it. But either that or I think I've used leaves when I've been camping before. That's probably the weirdest. I, uh, so one time when we were, when I was young, I can't remember this is when we lived in Oregon or not, but we were, we were pretty poor and I'm, we must've run out or I don't know what happened. My mom, I, like I remember sitting on the toilet, I was little and like yelling for my mom that there was no toilet paper and her like opening the door and just her arm extending in. And all she had was a grip of coffee filters like that like no explanation nothing she just like her arm just came in and handed me that and I just like I remember like I must have been like maybe six or maybe seven or so and just being like I huh like it yeah it like imprinted on my brain that's rad that's (laughs) that I could yeah that's interesting you know since before we had our son uh, I put a sprayer attachment on our toilet to like, I don't know. It, it's become useful in spraying the back of the toilet in case of you know a messy uh, oh, a messy go. Oh, um, you mean you mean you mean a, a hardcore pollocking? You know? Yeah, some back splatter uh, <laughs> that the normal flush just won't take care of. Uh, but also with the intent of like cleaning out a toddler toilet or, or something yeah. of that nature, spraying yeah. a spraying yeah. a cloth diaper into the toilet. Um, but I wouldn't. I, I would consider spraying my butt with that thing in a pinch if the toilet paper supply was getting pretty low. Yeah. Uh, you'd still need toilet paper to dry your butt off, but uh, it's like, you know, cleaning peanut butter out of carpet. Like, <laughs> would you rather use a hose or would you use some toilet paper? If you just need to dry it off, you just need like one square and then you, know, you wash your hands. <laughs> I've got plenty of hand soap. There's plenty of hand soap at Grocery Outlet, right? Wash your hands. Yeah. 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 There's yeah. plenty plenty of soap, a lot of laundry detergent. You know, laundry detergent is. Oh, the laundry detergent's back up. Okay. Yeah. Because early in the crisis, like the Grocery Outlet shelves were completely void of of laundry detergent. Yeah. Well, uh, so before we got sidetracked about uh, our, uh, our um, al- alternative wiping, <laughs> wiping <laughs> techniques, uh, <laughs> uh, what I do want to say was uh, I got this stuff. There was paper towels. They had flour. Mm. And I picked up a thing of flour again. And then, you know, the, the big sign that says, you know, one per family. So, you know, grabbed one, but that's the first time I have seen flour since uh you know the coronavirus quarantine has started in in uh in any store so uh kind of hit or miss yeah trader joe's has had it and then it hasn't had it same with toilet paper at trader joe's sometimes it's there sometimes it's not we've been going to like the our local little like bodega markets and they've had pretty anything like that like liz found um like the most tightly packed brick of yeast it was like this big, like it was only like it was about like maybe the size of like two 
like deck of cards, but then we opened it and just like gallons and gallons of yeast came out. <laughs> and, uh, it's like it's like came from the negative zone or something. Yeah, it was, really, it was really hilarious. And then uh, we and we found like, but like we had to buy like three of them because they were just like the little bags of flour. I don't know if you've ever seen those, but they're like kind of compact. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A couple of those, but we like we do our shopping. You know, like I think we mentioned this before in the last podcast, but we anything we like incidentals, we just run to the the liquor stores near our house have pretty much everything. And the, and the, the one down the street from our house that we really like the guys there are super, super, super cool. And they'll like, if you ask them for stuff, they'll order it and usually get it within like a week. And they're like, yeah, so we, it's, it's been really, really lucky to have those guys like just down the street from us. That's rad. <clears throat> yeah. Well, uh, we got one more thing I wanted us to try today, guys. So you ready to, you ready to dive in? Oh uh, Yeah. This is wild. Let's uh, let's dig into these mochi before they melt. What's yeah. the story with these mochi, Pete? So I saw them. This is some Bubby's Hawaii mochi. Uh, premium ice cream wrapped in sweet rice dough, but the flavor is chocolate eggnog. Ugh. A so flavor I never thought I would see in mochi. I hate eggnog. Ugh. I love eggnog, and yeah, I'm not wild about these. No, I'm not wild about this either. It's okay. I'm going to give the rest of this to Liz. Yeah, so the outside, like, rice mochi, the actual mochi part, it's chocolate. It doesn't taste very chocolatey. It tastes more like a Tootsie Roll. Yeah. It tastes and like toothpaste. It tastes like what? Chocolate toothpaste? Chocolate-flavored toothpaste. And then the eggnog ice cream in the middle. Mm. It just kind of – it has more of a vanilla taste than I want to say. Like, eggnog – there's a there's an eggnog aftertaste I feel. Yeah, it's kind of chalky. Yeah, no, this is one of those things where well, I like this. It's Bubby's Hawaii, and it's like there's this whole backstory on the back of it about how you know it was something made by grandma kind of thing, and it's like oh Hawaiian mochi, and then I'm like manufactured by Bubby's homemade ice cream and desserts, Phoenix, Arizona. <laughs> oh yeah, it's probably expensive to make them in Hawaii and ship them over frozen. Right. Yeah. Everyone knows that one specific brand of mochi, like mochi balls, because of Trader Joe's, I feel. I feel like that's what's yeah. kind of, that, like Trader Joe's has really helped, you know, popularize uh, mochi a lot. But they're all pretty standard flavors. You know, you got like, you know, there's like a vanilla, uh, vanilla chocolate, like uh, green tea, you know, a few other, you know, pretty standard ones. Chocolate eggnog is not something I... Like, that's the thing. I saw this at the grocery outlet, and my first reaction was, that's a fucking grocery outlet find right that's there. That's weird. That's also, it's also, like, some weird localized kind of thing. Like, you'd only find this in certain areas until it makes its way to every grocery outlet. Oof, yeah. It's also May 2nd as of recording this, so it's way past Christmas time. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you know what the eggnog reminds me of? It's So, I, I said I'm a big fan of eggnog, but I don't like your like Safeway select eggnog that comes in the carton. This stuff is gross. And that's what this reminds me of. Yeah. Good old, good old uh, Pennsylvania Dutch eggnog. Ugh. Ugh. Yeah. That stuff. Is, yeah. That I love, I love that joke back in the day. Cause like we would try it and it's like, that's gross. And there just always been a joke of like, who wants to get Dutch tonight? You know, <laughs> I remember Neil and I used to go scouring every grocery store in Ukiah to find the best eggnog. And the one store-bought eggnog that we determined was the best was actually a shelf-stable uh, eggnog that came in a can. Uh. And you had to open it with, like, a church key. Nice. <laughs> you had to, like, poke a, a triangular hole and <laughs> oh, on the top of the can. 
that's the good is that a church key or what is it it's like oh, no, those, yeah those are church keys yeah. yeah yeah that's that's rad it was it was borden brand and it tasted like melted ice cream it was delicious nice but yeah i i love me some homemade eggnog i'll usually make it every year if i can and yeah. if i have people to share it with it's it's rich uh but oh my god homemade it's like 10 times better than store-bought i'll just say that much if you never had it homemade then you can't really judge all of eggnog yeah i i was i was one of those one of those people i was like no it's not that good and then that one year you made some and it's like it was yeah like and it was that and just like the right amount i think you had like brandy or something it was great yeah it was i mean and it was like sean's shaking his head he's not a believer Nope, I'm not. Yeah. I've had I've had like really nice homemade egg items. Like, mm, nah. Yeah. Like, I don't really care for the taste, the texture, or the method of getting drunk. And I really <laughs> don't care for like what happens 15 minutes after I drink it to my like. It's not just like bubble gut. It's complete total shutdown. <laughs> it's just evacuation. Just like I'm, I just like I'm going home. I don't like yeah. Yeah, I have like I'm not like I'm not like lactose intolerant, but I have like a like a threshold, and like just even the smallest amount of eggnog, which I don't drink anyways, it just buries the needle. Like it's just not good. Uh, I hate eggnog. <laughs> I mean, that's that's the only time that that's the only time I will I will have it usually around the holidays, and if somebody has it homemade, I I'm, I've never ordered eggnog on my own ever. <laughs> Crazy man walks into a bar, starts ordering eggnog. He died shitting his pants. <laughs> Poopy talk. Poopy yeah. talk, exactly. Well, but well no, I'm, I'm glad to hear that there was no line at the grocery outlet because that, that's been my fear. I haven't been in like a month. Yeah. I've only been going by proxy through UP. <laughs> uh, but I feel like I need to make a, a trip sometime. Yeah, so I was thinking about it. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, it was, it, I'm, I'm going to say it was refreshing to see paper towels and flour. You know, yeah. <laughs> your old friends. Yeah, the weird shit you look for to make things normal. Yeah, yeah, you're just like, oh wow, you got a uh, wow. There's you know, there's eggs, there's pasta, there's flour. You know, wow, what a time! What a time Ooh, to did be alive. Did you see? Did you see anything out of the ordinary in in stock? Because I imagine right now there are all sorts of supply chain issues going on with like normal grocery stores like obviously they can't get certain things maybe some manufacturers are making things more so than usual and that's really where grocery outlet shines like i i think i read an article about grocery outlet and this whole situation and how it works out really well for them because say say the toilet paper manufacturers start to crank out twice as many toilet paper rolls as usual people aren't like pooping a whole lot more like yeah then maybe they would poop at work before they would use their uh, crappy, you know, work toilet paper and not as much at home, but, you know, now they're using <laughs> a little bit more. Um, but if the manufacturers do ramp up and then there's an excess of supply, like grocery outlet is there to snap it up. Mm-hmm. So like right now, maybe they don't have any, but soon they'll have a lot. Um, I'm wondering if there's any weird items that have just like shown up in excess at grocery outlet recently. Yeah, so what I did see was, and I feel like this was probably an overcorrection, was um, a few weeks ago, I remember going there, and there was just no coffee of any kind. No beans, no ground, not even like like instant coffee kind of, kind of nonsense. Yeah. Just, and it was out. And then, you know, 
this time I went, there was a lot of coffee, like all, all varietals of it that was there. There was a lot of like, um, canned, uh, like, like individual canned coffee drinks, you know, kind of thing. Like, you know, like, like, you know, the Starbucks kind, but also just like Mm -hmm. a, oh, a black coffee, you know? Yeah. Like all that kind of stuff. There's a lot of that. I saw a lot of oak milk this time. Like a lot of, a lot of like milk replacement stuff, way more than like, they, like and they usually will always have some kind of that, but they, 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 there seems to be, since this quarantine stuff has started, I feel like there's been a lot more milk replacement products are showing up, you know? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't, I don't usually buy, you know, fresh meats from the grocery outlet. So I don't, I'm never like checking out the meat section there. That's where the real gamble lies. Yeah. One thing I do want to talk with you guys, it's, it's finally cycled through it. So I can kind of give a review of it was um, probably the one panic purchase that I made when this started was uh, like, uh, like my girlfriend and I decided let's make an order from Omaha steaks. We, and I've never, I mean, we all know what it is. We've all seen it before, but I've never like been like, I want, I've never wanted it because I, again, I just prefer, like, if I'm going to have meat, I'd rather just have it fresh. You know, we bought a pack, you know, it was moderately priced. This pack, it included filet mignon, a boneless ribeye, chicken, uh, chicken breast. Let me rephrase that. Um, pork chops, uh, and hamburger, like hamburger patties. And then these uh, like fried potato balls uh, and like an apple, some apple fritter dessert thing, you know, so we ordered it and we've, we've basically have eaten through, we've, we've, we've gone through most of it. There's a couple things we have left. Oh no. Oh. And then there was, there was a thing of meatballs in it as well. And I got to say this, the meatballs were the best thing out of that. The meatballs were really, really good. Right. Uh, next followed by the pork chops. And uh, since, since it was all frozen, most of this stuff, like the meatballs, I didn't do this, but um, I, I was sous viding a bunch of this stuff. And the pork chops were really good. Really, really, really good. The boneless ribeye was crap. It was, you know, I, was, I was pissed. It was one of those things where I was like, I'm pissed I spent money on this kind right. of situation, you know? Uh, and then oh, wow. the filet was fine, but it's one of those things that's like, I would, like, once, once it showed up and I got to see it in person, first off, nothing looked like how it looked. Nothing in person looked like the photos of what they sent you. Of course not. Of course, the frozen I, meat looks a lot different. It's oh, not yeah. appetizing. It's like purple. Yeah. Well, and also like all the cuts of everything, all their photos are like these big, thick, meaty cuts. And you get them and it's like, I mean, you're pushing maybe three-fourths of an inch if you're lucky, you know, kind yeah. of thing. Those mashed potato fried the fried mashed potato balls those things were delicious and if i saw those at a grocery outlet i would buy them in a fucking heartbeat but what it what it made me think of was it made me think of pat oswald's black angus bit oh yeah (laughs) the deep fried potato bacon bombs you know (laughs) yeah Oh yeah, those things were those things were legit. Like they were really, really good. Mm-hmm. And uh, like the apple fritter thing, like, we still have a thing of them. They were also pretty good, you know. So so basically, if you're ordering Omaha steaks, skip the meat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just get the get the fried fried potato bo- bacon bombs or whatever the fuck they were. Yeah, uh, Omaha steaks always struck me as the kind of thing that like my father-in-law would buy when we came down and like brag about how oh yeah i got a bunch of omaha steaks yeah and be like this is some of the worst meat i've ever seen like you could 
you could get this level at food max if, yeah. if you wanted to outlet. yeah for grocery oh. outlet well so but so that that's the last thing i wanted to talk about was um the hamburger patties were bad they were really bad and they were, I, uh, I'll say this, I have bought frozen hamburger patties a few times from the grocery outlet. They've always tasted better than this shit. Like this was like, this is, this is lower tier than the grocery outlet <laughs> kind of, yeah. kind of nonsense. But yeah, my verdict is uh, if any, I'm curious, I'm curious how many other people bought Omaha steaks uh, when this happened because they're like, Oh crap, I don't know. Oh, you know, kind of thing. Uh, but yeah, my verdict is I would not recommend it. I would not recommend that shit to anybody. It was uh, it was not worth it. You, you 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 took a gamble and you learned. <laughs> I feel like yeah, ordering Omaha steaks is like a rite of passage for any dad, and you just <laughs> bit the bullet for me. <laughs> like yeah. I don't have to I don't have to do that because my single friend just he made the decision for me. Yeah, <laughs> he was the guinea pig. Yeah, so I uh, I ordered some wagyu beef one time, and it was like. The highest quality beef uh it was a ribeye cut i basically went all out because you know you go to a restaurant and you'll pay like three times as much for the same thing mm-hmm. and i just wanted to try it once i had never had wagyu steak before mm-hmm. uh and it was good it was just very fatty and i feel like i feel like bacon is almost just as good uh so given the price uh you know if you've never tried wagyu steak order it online don't go to a restaurant and cook it the way they tell you to uh but i don't know just eat bacon instead honestly right well it's it is funny to say that because one of the few uh frozen hamburger like patties i've ever bought from the grocery outlet was some uh wagyu beef beef patty like frozen beef patty stuff yeah but i wouldn't trust i wouldn't trust the the quality of the wagyu that you get a grocery outlet because especially the hamburger, it's just like, it's either scraps or it's not yeah. actually Wagyu. It's like, it's like it American Wagyu. <laughs> what was that, Sean? It could have been a cow that stood next to a Wagyu cat. Like, you know, like it's... Yeah. Well, yeah. in America, there's no like restrictions on what you can call Wagyu, I think. So uh, exactly. they're like American Wagyu. Yeah. Uh, the stuff I got was Japanese. So it was like really expensive. But... Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, really fucking funny. Yeah. No, but, but yeah, how are those burgers anyways? Well, they were they were great. They were like super. Yeah. Well, like they definitely. That's the thing. They definitely had a very bacon like because I've I've had wagyu before as well, and yeah. you're totally right. It has this very bacon, bacon like taste quality to it, and they were they were delicious. Like yeah. I bought them again, just being a gamble. It was also something they were only like two dollars for, you know, essentially it was two dollars for a pound of meat of this, like three patties, and they were great. And then I don't know, six months later, I saw them again, and I bought another one. And I was satisfied the second time. Like I was really impressed with it. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, that was, and that was the thing. Like I was just like, wow, this is a, this is a total grocery outlet, you know, gamble I'm taking here of like, really? Wagyu beef, Wagyu beef in a beef, in a hamburger patty form that's been frozen. Like this, is this going to be good? And I was definitely you know, like, you know, all right, you know, it's good. So, yeah, I'll keep an eye out next time I'm there. I'm surprised we haven't gotten a, not a notification from Zoom being your 40 minute limit is approaching. I got it. I got the. It said we were upgraded by the host, so I don't know. I don't know okay. What's going on. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I didn't. I didn't do a thing. Nothing so. means anything anymore. Yeah. <laughs> nothing so, means nothing. Nothing yeah. means nothing. So, all right. Well, you want to sign us off, Carlin? Sure. So that was uh, another quarantine edition of the Grocery Gamblers. Uh, 
thank you, Pete, for procuring us some fried avocado slices and eggnog mochi. Mm -hmm. Uh, Sean, Pete, say farewell. Later. Later, everybody. All right. On behalf of the three of us, stay safe, stay indoors, go outside, but also stay indoors. Uh, Don't buy too much toilet paper, but buy a lot of toilet paper because there's no toilet paper anywhere. Uh, You know, just all the conflicting advice in the world. Mm -hmm. Gamble on, everyone. (laughs) Gamble on. Nanu, nanu.